911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, a cause of death is listed as homicide. Welcome. Hello. This is Tales from Hazmat's Moms for you. <laughs> so oh my God. What was hot, hot mess Tales moms. from Hot Mess Moms. There we go. It's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Why Coming we are in, who we are. Coming in by the seat of our pants. Flying in by the seat of our pants. God, right? Is that what it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the saying is. <laughs> oh, it is yes. what it Hello. is. Happy friggin' holidays, everybody. Yeah, we're almost to the end of 2022. <laughs> Where the fuck has the time gone? I'm really glad the last three years have just like. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have some crazy shit going on. I'd rather just have it go by so fast that I'm like, oh look, that was already five years ago. Cool, sweet, right? <laughs> Can we moved on. We will. We are. Um, yeah, and I think people like this holiday season because two the past two years has been more. You know, everything going on. I think the last year, everything's eased up more in most places. But so I feel like the holidays this year are crazy. Like shopping like mad. People are spending money. I don't Like, I think everybody's out. Everybody's visiting. Everybody's taking the vacations, which is great. But it is craziness, especially where we live anyways. All right. You can yeah. a little paper at the end of that. So. That's fine. So April has a story for us today, you guys. I have no idea what's about to go down, so. We, I've been sick, and so trying to communicate, I've been dumb, and then we're like, wait, let's find that notebook, and anyways, so then I was like, you know what, this just came to my head, even though this will be out before, like, Christmas, but then I thought, well, for the month of December, we can just maybe do Christmas ones. I don't fucking know. Christmas themed. We're working on it. So. We're trying to be together. And I don't even, I was just telling a man, I don't remember, I was listening to something, and this got brought up. Maybe it was missing children. I don't know. But the story got brought up and I was like, what? So I ended up looking into the story and I was like, oh, that one would be fun and interesting. Um, it's a little mystery still. And even up until, was it 2000? Was it like 16, 15? Oh, yeah. This is how my b- body, this is my life operates. I think it was 2013 is like kind of the last bit. But um so this is the story of the Sodders. So it's a Christmas Eve type of mystery. The reason why I say mystery is because you guys are going to decide. Do you think that these kids died? Do you think that they are alive? Do you think that's probably it. That's really it. Are they dead or are they alive? <laughs> so this goes back. This is 1945. So it's a little bit back. Oh there. yeah, a little We're bit talking back there. Eighty years almost. Oh shit, 80. it is Jesus. It? Damn. Wow. I think about that, and I just think we're still in the nineties, and I'm like, eh, it's not too long, but we're not. We're, we're in living 20, like it's 1999 <laughs> every day. Uh, I wish it was like, yeah, I guess that's like high school age. So it's okay. We can go back to there. Um. So George and Jenny like Sauter. Yeah. 
I mean, I graduated. I graduated in 03 to 04, so was my senior year. So I guess that's 04, ninth grade. 05 was yeah. my senior year. Oh, that's right. There's a little difference. A one, one uno year. Uh, I forget you're one year older than me. Oh my god, I love it. I when we're together. I'm not the oldest bitch in the room, which is yeah, crazy because I'm never not the youngest ever. I'm always the youngin. Um, so this takes place in 1945 in Virginia. Uh. The story is about George and Jenny Sauter. So they have 10 kids. He's a businessman in the coal trucking company com- or type of company. And so I'm assuming AKA means he's got some money. Now, George and Jenny are both Italian. So they came from like Italy. Jenny was Jenny was like three when she came over here and George was like 13 and I don't know shit about history, but all I know is something to do with the leader of Italy back then and for a long time, like there were several countries that backed up Hitler. Okay, yeah. That supported doing all the Nazi stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't know. I thought it was, I don't know shit about any of that stuff. So so they came from, they grew up in a place where obviously that was really strong, right? That they were all about supporting Nazis. And then, like I said, she was young when she moved to the United States. He was a little bit older. Now, George never talks about his childhood or anything, nothing. Like, nobody knows. Anything. Not even to his wife. He didn't really. You, you, you could tell that there probably was a harder life growing up. But he grew up to very much so hate that. Very anti-Semitism. Is that, I think, the right word? For the, like, the not, like that whole thing. So he, and he preached about it as he got older. Like he wasn't afraid to, to not talk about that and be like, you people are psychotic and I can't believe that you support this and follow this. Cause there's a lot of immigrants that come from Italy that still believe yeah, in that. Totally. That lived in America. So anyways, he's a wealthy man. He lived in a, in a pretty nice home, like a seven bedroom home, obviously. Now the, out of the 10 kids, one is in the army. So Ten there's kids, not. kids, do we know age ranges? Uh, pretty much. I think the oldest in the house was 23 and then they went down to a two year old. Okay. So, um, and that's all that lived in the house. Like I said, the one was in the army, so not there, but yeah, the 23 year old boy, like a 16 year old, I'm sure there, I think there was 14, 13. Um, I kind of just like threw this together. So I didn't write down their exact ages because it ranges from literally two to that age. (laughs) I was just chiming. But no, 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 you're good. So. Yeah, he was a businessman. Um, now, this was the Christmas Eve of uh, 45. So a little bit before this, a few months before this, um, there's like a couple things. So so George would have random helpers come and just like men of like random, you know, back then it was like you answered newspaper articles about work or like. Yeah, for sure. And he did have a helper that came on that became weird and stalkerish. And he had made comments about parts of the house, like an electrical box and would say stuff like, you know, that's going to light your house on fire one day. But so so little strange things kind of happen. And the reason why that's strange is because George is like, I just had the city come and check. And they they installed they installed an oven. They installed an oven or whatever it was. And so he's like, they checked everything like the electrical's fine. Like, you know, and he thought it was weird, but. That person also just turned out to be a kooky mofo. And so he was like, you can't you can't work here anymore. OK. Fair. Um, and then also during these same few months, a insurance agent like came to their door and was like super hardcore pressuring George into getting life insurance policies out on his kids. 
Okay. And he thought that was weird because they already have life insurance policies out on them. But he thought it was weird that this guy was going crazy about like, you need to like, you never know what's going to happen. And he, George, George seems like a very nice, like straight leveled man, even toned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hardworking business. The 40s you know. for fuck's sake. Yeah. And so he, and he finally was able to get him away and was like, no. And the guy even said something too about, well, your house is going to crash and burn and then your kids are going to suffer for that. And he thought that was weird again, you know, well, at the moment, yes, a, a moment of weirdness. And then he just moves on from it. Well, Christmas Eve night, there was, so dad, the two older boys, which is like a 23 year old and a 16 year old or something like that, all were already in bed. It's like 10 o'clock okay, because they worked all day, you know, on the, on their business or whatever. So they're already asleep. Now, there is the five other children that are awake plus the two-year-old. So, six, the six other children. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Because four, five. Yes. So, most of the kids are awake besides those two. <laughs> this is why it's hard to keep track as well. Anyways, it's Christmas Eve, though. So, they're getting ready, and they asked their mom if they could stay up late. And she said, yes, just make sure, you know, you lock the door, shut the curtains, turn off the lights, like... You know, do your thing. Now, it sounds like there's a whole upstairs attic floor where most slept. Like that 23-year-old and 16-year-old slept up there. I feel like that's and pretty then, standard for the time. Anyways. Yep. And then there's these five other kids that slept up there. <laughs> and then um, and then you have the like the two-year. Oh, and then you have the six other kids technically t- slept up there most of the nights. But. So you have all the kids awake. They decide that she takes the two year old, the mom, Jenny, and goes to bed. Well, at 1230 a.m., the phone rings. Wakes her up. So she goes and answers it. And it's like it's a woman asking for somebody that was not anybody that named lived there. And it sounded like a party. Like it sounded like drinks almost clinking and having a party. But it also was weird. Like the mom also was like, that was just weird altogether. And the way like this woman like laughs before she hangs up, she just she just kind of was like, that's out of nowhere. But either way, at that moment, she notices that the lights are still on and she sees that the curtains are open in the living room. And so she starts walking around and she's like, this is a little bit weird. Like. You know, she's kind of being quiet, too, because it does say in there that she was like, maybe somebody broke in. But I'm like, well, why are you wandering your home? Anyways, it's fine. We do what we do. Um, but <laughs> she goes and closes the curtains and she realizes one of her daughters has fallen asleep on the couch. So she's like, oh, the kids probably just didn't like turn off the lights. But the front door was still unlocked, too, which was the weirdest part, because she's like, they usually no matter what do that. Yeah, like doors always locked. Um, So she locked the doors drew the curtains turned off the lights now there's still christmas lights that are on but just like the regular lights yeah and she went back to bed and then it only took like another they say she says she thinks about a half hour and she heard two loud thumps on the roof and it sounded like something hit the roof and then kind of like fell off or something okay but she laid there didn't you know was like Huh. Didn't check Weird. it out necessarily. It's Christmas. It was Santa. 
Well, and so, and then she, I don't know. Some people might also think that maybe you like dream drama yeah, like, and woke you up or something. Like, yeah, like, and this poor woman had already been awake and had some weird, like. Well, and just, the poor woman has 10 kids for fuck's Well, kids. yeah, and weird shit's happening, but you're so tired and stuff and it's Christmas Eve. You just like, it's not, it's not coming together that like things are out of the norm. So she then wakes up, like she ends up drifting back off to sleep and it isn't very much longer. Like I'm sure she's only asleep for 15, 20 minutes and smoke's coming in the house. So she gets up out of bed with her husband and they go to look and they realize that one of the like it, it wasn't whatever floor like his off anyways is on fire and the smoke is coming through the house. So she tells the daughter on the couch, go get your sister in their bed, the two year old and get out. And they're screaming at their kids. Now they can't for some reason by this point, they can't get up to the attic. Well, because fire also heat rises and smoke that rises. and it. In the long run, it, it's the roof that t- that catches fire technically first. Yes. Yeah, so like he can't get like they can't get from where they are to up there, but they're screaming and they're yelling and they're saying, "You guys need to get up! You need to get up!" Well, the two older boys hear them, the twenty-three and sixteen-year-old, get up, and by then, like they said, their hair was even already singeing. They get up, they're able to run down. Now they're calling out to their other siblings, saying, "Get up! Get out of the house! Get out of the house! Everybody, get up!" And they all just run outside. Well, they all run outside and realize that there's five people still missing. Five children that did not hear anything or hear them or, you know what I mean? So, so then the panic starts. So, and Jenny tried to call, but the, her phone didn't work, which she assumed fire. And so she ran to the neighbors and as she went to the neighbor's house, they tried to call. Now, back then, you had to call an operator, and it would, like, oh, call a yeah. fire department. And but then... they had – the fire department also at this time had a phone tree, and you would call each other to wake you up to go on a call. So it, it was a little bit fucked up anyways. Plus, it's Christmas Eve. So they're able to get a hold of the chief, who apparently cannot drive the fire truck. Doesn't know how. Apparently. I'm sure so, back then it was a special maybe so he had to like call so-and-so and so-and-so call so-and-so so they went through three different other guys called those guys anyways trying to get this 45 fi- minutes later the house no, was burned to the list- ground so that's funny that you say that the house did burn to the ground within oh my 45 God. minutes no but they got a hold of these police officers there was also a passerby or this how the house on fire that ended up getting a hold of like end up going to fire people and is like oh you need to get down there the fire the fire station was like two and a half miles too which is crazy i know anyways they didn't make it to the house till 8 a.m okay like by the end of everything the house burned down already within 45 minutes nobody shows up (laughs) to investigate anything but in the meantime george and the two oldest boys are like we gotta try something this is like when it first started and they realized that the kids didn't get out Okay. So he goes, oh, I keep, a, I always keep a ladder. Oh, he tried to break into the basement window first, thinking if he went in through a different way, maybe he could get up there still somehow. But, but obviously, as soon as he went into the basement and he cut his arm really bad, he realized that like the smoke was just really bad. There's so no then he's way. like, well, I can get to the second story window. That's all I need to get to. So he's like, I, I keep a ladder on the side of the house always. So he goes over there. No ladder can be found whatsoever anywhere. And so that was the first like weird thing. And then he was like, well, I'm going to back up my trucks because I can stand on top of my truck and I can probably reach the window. He went to go start both trucks, two working work trucks. Nope. Don't work. Won't start. Won't turn over. So then he's panicking at this moment because then everything he's thought of trying to help his children is not working out. 
And basically what it comes down to is they just watch this house burn down to the ground and just figure that the five kids didn't make it out. They assume that the children are inside. So I don't know what they did during these hours waiting for the fucking fire people. But what about like neighbors or anything? I mean, they're out in rural Virginia. So it's it's like, oh, it's rural. Sorry. Yeah. They live on a lot of property is what it sounds like. They didn't really talk too much about that. They just they'll say like, oh. And you hear about some things you're like, you know, found on the property, this and that. So I think they just owned, they owned a big wood house, seven bedrooms, just out on, I'm assuming out in a bunch of land. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, go a little bit forward because I pretty much just know this. So you basically have the parents and four children that escape. Okay. The two boys, the two-year-old, and the sister on the couch. Five presumed dead, one in the army. So five presumed dead. In the fire. So, um, now the investigators start doing the investigation and they claim first that it started from an electrical fire in the basement from the Christmas lights. However, the parents in their brain didn't say anything because again, back then, I mean, it was just like a whole bunch of weird shit going on all the time and corruption like you know what i mean like they just respected the police i guess you would say i don't fucking know but they were like that's weird because the christmas lights were still on while the house was on fire so like how could it be if it was electrical like everything would have gone out if yeah i feel like the lights wouldn't everything would go out the whole house would be blacked out and because sometimes it takes a minute for the fire to do something like that either way they were like well that's weird because when the fire started all the lights were still on and christmas lights were still on when it first started. So, but they didn't say anything. So they said it was an electrical fire that started from there. And then the fire investigator said, well, we didn't find anything. So it looks like, um, it basically cremated your five children. Now, back then again, there ain't shit for science and, and law enforcement. Now we know better. And so they just kind of presume that that's what happens. And then, they actually, because it's Christmas Day, are like, okay, so at that moment, they know much that. They're like, okay, we're calling the investigation off for the day. Everybody go home and do your Christmas shit, and then we'll come back to this, which is still, like, what the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> like, these people just lost possibly five children, and, I mean, now they've been told technically <coughs> it's Christmas Day. <coughs> Anyways, there was a maintenance worker that came a little bit later. And I don't know if it's part of the city or something that just comes for reasons too. either way. Somebody, some person that came on discovered that the phone lines were cut. Okay. Um, now they found out about the phone lines now, but this is still weird as fuck too. So they found out about the phone lines later on because they're, you know, those, I don't can't remember what it's called. Basically, when you take an engine out of a car, it like holds up the engine for you. It's like this. An engine lift? Is that basically, yeah. That's there exactly you go. What it's called. So one of those got stolen from their property. And they found out who that person was. And that person claims that he, the same night, was trying to cut the power to the house because he was going to rob them. But he cut the phone lines instead, which is all in the same night. So he but he said he had nothing to do with the fire. There was nothing about a fire. He just stole that engine thing and then left. I was going to rob them, but like I couldn't cut the power, which is weird. But the phone lines were cut like that to me. No, sir. You meant to cut the phone lines because there's something else going on here that's shady. 
I don't know. I could kind of buy that, though. But just wait. Well, wait until you find out more. I guess okay. I know more of the story, so of course. Okay, keep going. So now Jenny, the mom, would not, like, it was so hard for her to fathom that her kids just literally basically combusted in a fire, and there's nothing left of any of them. Nothing. No bones found at all. So she starts doing experiments. Well, first of all, she went to a crematorium and talked to a worker there and asked them. That a girl. So she went, and a crematorium is in an enclosed box that goes to 2,000 degrees. So it takes, and it takes a couple hours for a whole body. And she, the crematorium person even said, sometimes we're still left with some bones. So they do it probably more, you know, they do it again, but that's 2000 degrees. And that's for a couple hours straight in an enclosed area that it takes to burn actual bones and body parts. Like think about organs lighting on fire. Like I know that people think, Oh, well they'll just melt. Like it's not that simple. No. Which is crazy. Cause you would think fire is hot and you know what I mean? Like it's crazy to think anyways. Um, so she also starts doing her own little um, experiments with meat in the oven oh, and my. doing it at like high God, temperatures girl, and this. seeing if there's any point in time where like bo- bones are even charred or like anything. And she's like every single time the bones there's are left, always bones you know, left. broil, broil, like, yeah. So she's like, this doesn't make any sense to me. So of course that, that starts coming up too. And, um, of course they, they still don't really have answers. Um, and they kind of just were left with that, but they didn't, the parents didn't believe it. And so they decided, um, let me see. Oh, so many reports though started to come in. Once that got out, many reports started coming in saying people saw the kids, <coughs> people seeing sightings, seeing sightings, seeing sightings. Now the police weren't following up on any of this, but the parents would follow up on all of these leads, trying to see if they could come up with something. Now, the reason being, so I said that he grew up in Italy, right? And it was like all about Nazis and they supported that. And he got away from that. But he had a strong opinion growing up and being a very wealthy businessman. Now, the mafia is huge at this point in time in life. And Italian mafia, there was a lot of um, high-ranking people that immigrated from Italy to come over to America. Because, hello, expanding business. So, you know, it's kind of starting to think, and, like, I think the dad even kind of started to think, like, well, I wonder if it could be, like, ties to that, that because he doesn't, he freely expresses his opinion. Because, like, if, if he was later found out that that worker that worked with him, that, like, worked with him and, like, freaked out and was talking about electrical boxes, you found out that he was a supporter of Nazis and stuff like that and was pissed off because of things he, he had heard so you opinion. and the mafia motherfuckers they have ties to everything i mean for like sure. why why would the ladder be gone oh ladder was found 65 feet away in like a little embankment laying on its side so somewhere it totally did not belong so ladder gone both trucks didn't work like now the weird thing is, is they don't really update on that like if they checked them out and maybe it was just like starters or I don't, I don't know. Was it too cold? But he said it, it didn't like turn over. He just said that they didn't turn over, so he wasn't able to move them. Um, so that's a lot of weird shit. And you have those insurance guys that are saying shit a couple months before. And you have, it's almost like it was hidden threat messages. Well, and then I feel like even when, so, and they, okay, and the so parents if the house burned down in 45 minutes, 
if the house burned down that fast, there's going to be absolutely no way that they can even find a point of origin. Let's be real. They can say the fire started in the basement all they want. But if the fire started on the roof and fucking burned and collapsed on it. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like. But there would still be a lot more body pieces. If only for if the fire is only 45 minutes, you're going to have probably still flesh on bones at that point. Like it takes a lot to burn a body. And if there's not, my next question is going to be what the fuck was in your home that made a fire burn so hot that there's no remnants of fucking bodies left. So, but it is the 45s, 1945s. Yeah. So. so, yeah. So the family follows up and everything. Now, they also got a hold of the FBI at this point. But the FBI said, well, it's one of those things where they're like, well, we can't take over because it doesn't follow fall in our jurisdiction. It's like a state county thing, you so know. So we have to be invited. But in he, kind of yes. Thing. So he said, but we are more than willing to help. We just need to have permission from your police department. And of course, the police department went, what the fuck? We're not like. This, like it's an we already, this has already been sought like no you're not helping us so then the fbi couldn't get involved but they didn't really leave him that high and dry i think if i remember right the fbi you know tried little things here and there depending but they did a lot of private investigators the family paid well in 1950 so this is five years later they still follow up on any leads that come in, like anybody calling saying they saw the daughter or they saw somebody and they had people that would um they had somebody that sent a picture in the in the mail that was like claiming it was their son and had some weird random message on it, but like it didn't have a return sender, like just weird shit. But people are fucking weird too. People will do that shit to people. That's so fucked. And up. fuck up with. They still do it to this day. People will still be like, and even killers like, oh, I killed that lady, or some psycho in prison that's like, yeah, I killed her, and he didn't have any fucking thing to do with anything. It's like people are gross. Um, so at this point, I was going to go back over it. So yes, we have the insurance guy that was freaking out about like, well, you need to get this policy. You need to, you never know what's going to happen. You have the thief that stole the engine that says like, oh, I cut the phone line accidentally thinking it was a power line. Whoops. And then he only steals that engine thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like, well, he still stole something. It wasn't like it deterred him because he didn't cut the right line. And why wouldn't you just try to cut more lines if you were still trying to rob them? Right. And why are you robbing people at Christmas Eve? Like, of course, everybody's going to be home and like. Yeah. like It's weird. One night a year that you don't want to rob a house. Now. Oh, and then the ladder. I talked about that. The ladder being so far away. The truck's not working. Um, the, The fact that was weird to me was about the chief not being able to drive. But you're right. Like maybe back then it was like a certain person. But you would think if you became a chief of a department, you would know every job of that department. (laughs) so it was just weird and it's like and then they're not you know of course they're not going to be very well staffed on christmas eve um so that that's just some weird shit going on now um where did i say or this is this wasn't this wasn't quite 1950 yeah this was okay so so actually so reverting so 1949 this is also something that was weird so oh the place, the place obviously burned down. They did not rebuild on there. They they did a memorial on the site. So okay. the wife decided to do a memorial, plant plants, and do all this pretty kind of stuff just to memorialize. And they built a house somewhere else. Yes, and they lived somewhere else. And they were out there doing something, and they found some uh, bone fragments, like parts of like a skeleton of like um, vertebrates. 
Okay. They found some vertebrae, but they determined it was likely like any an eight, like a 16 to 22 year old boy. And it kind of just came down to like them being like, and it wasn't like anywhere near. It was just like on the property, which is also weird because they ruled out that they think that it's any of their, because one of the kids, the oldest was 14 that was missing. Okay. Which maybe they're like, there's like, maybe he could have had the structure of like a 16 to 22 year old, but more than likely not. So, but what's weird to me is that they're finding skeletal remains of somebody else then. On but, the property. But nothing else went from that. Like, so that, but that like sparked it up. So in 1950, the parents were like, fuck this. We still don't believe that, you know, this, this and that. So they put up a huge ass billboard that had their pictures of their children on it. And it said, what was the fate of our children? Kidnapped, murdered, or burned? $5,000 reward back then. Jeez, Which is a back sh- then, that's a- they said that that's like one hundred and twenty thousand dollars equivalent of this of today's. I mean, so they put up a reward. They put up this huge billboard that everybody could see. And then they would they would still keep getting tips here and there. Like I said, uh, somebody sent in a picture that a picture of a young man, um, you know, saying that this is this is Lucas, like her, the oldest and it kind of looked like him and you know and i'm sure your brain fucks with you after all the years yeah like, like you're you think see it your is cuz this is like way later space. on so oh sorry so billboard went up in 1950 two decades past sorry skipped over that so 1967 a drunken guy apparently told some lady that he was one of the brothers and then the dad even went with his son-in-law in really bad health and drove miles and miles and miles to go track this guy down and, like, the lady didn't even want to talk to him once he got there. Of course she didn't because she's a liar. And then they actually found the person. And the guy's like, I never claimed to be anybody. So, but basically the parents just continued to track down every Follow lead that they every could. every lead and every tip they and got. And in 1969, George ended up dying. And then um, Jenny died, like, 20 years later in, like, 89. And they actually took the billboard down once she died, which I'm like, keep it up, man. Like, I don't know. Probably stop so, for it. So, very short and sweet. But the, the crazy thing is, is that he comes from this, like, whole... It's, so, so then the theories go, were they burned and somehow, some weird way, like... But it's not... Even nowadays, you, you'll you never hear of any fires besides a crematorium that people know what they're doing to not leave anything. Even people that burn bodies in fire pits, because we know a lot of those stories, right? And those murder stories. Right. There's still bone fragments. There's something. There's still bone. Yes. Whether it's like skull or oh, femur. I didn't even write this down because random shit comes to my brain. But there was one point where there was claims that somebody said, oh, well, the chief buried a heart that was found at the scene. And How were it, you going to tell me you found a heart? So that came out. And they were claiming that he just didn't want, he just wanted the investigation to be over with. So, but once they went and like actually found it and buried it up, it was built, it was like in a military, you know, the bullet holder things or like their ammo boxes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a beef liver. He was trying to throw them off, hoping that if they knew that they, he had found something there that the parents would be like, okay, you're right. So then it makes me think, so were these kids kidnapped? Oh, for sure. From like mafia ties or some sort of they knew they could get money for these wealthy kids and probably some sort of human trafficking, even though people claim like, well, mafia, you know, they were into drugs and guns and like control, like getting money off of businesses. But 
didn't really do a lot with kid, you know, unless it was like they would kidnap a rich person's kid and try to do ransom. But five kids is quite a bit. Fair, but we also so, have to remember that that's one of the theories. They know nothing about the dad's history. No, exactly. And that's what people keep bringing up. They're like, and he never. And so, yeah. So then that's another theory. Like, is it somebody from the past? So it's not even necessarily. Well, it could be all tied. Like somebody from the past that still lives in Italy. That's like, we want to get back at him because they also have spies that are saying like, oh, you should hear him talk. You hear what he talks about. Like, cause he got out when he was 13. You know what I mean? So yeah, it very well could be all tied together and that the mafia is tied in to help. But I think, you know, so it could be that somehow they were able to kidnap them. And then there was one point when they were building the memorial that they found like a round green ball. It's like a pineapple grenade is what they call it. Uh And so I wonder if that's what hit the roof. And then the bangs were like it kind of exploding a little bit and started like I wonder if that's what started the fire that was found later on by like just them. I wondered so, if it was a Molotov cocktail. Right. That'd that's be instantly dope. what I thought of. Um, There was a bus driver that claimed like somebody came forward saying a bus driver told me that they did see like somebody throwing like flame balls. Which would make sense for a Molotov same cocktail. Night. Throw it on a roof, roll it down. Little embers will catch everywhere. Or whatever. Yeah. Because she sounded like she heard a thump and then a roll. Like she said, I thought I heard a thump. Not necessarily a roll, but a thump and then another thud. So. And I don't I don't know. That could have been several. Like, who knows? But they could have been that smart. Like, people could have been stalking them for so long. And, like, that insurance people probably wanted to get life insurance policies out because then eventually they were going to come back and somehow blackmail them probably out of lots of money once their kids were, quote, unquote, dead. And, like, that's all mafia type. Like, that's all that criminal world. Like, they're smart in that department. Like, moving your ladder, making sure your cars don't work. Like, they kind of think of all these things. So because because he had been harassed in the past about like paying dues to the mafia, but of course he never would. And so, oh, sorry, Amanda's Amanda's just relaxing right now while we're telling this story. And she's made a little like hat. I'm working on it. A little hat on her knitting. The top of a a witchy kind of looking hat. It just blows my mind because I have no. I mean, I guess if I learned how to do something. I could do it, but when I watch somebody, I'm like, that looks mesmerizing and so hard to do. Um, so I don't know. I think that they very well could have been. It could have been a trade-off. Somehow they were able to kidnap the kids out. And I wonder if, because remember the door was unlocked and the lights were still on, like, I don't know if they just took the opportunity for the most kids that were in a room. Um, I don't know if those kids, oh, one other like account. You said all the kids the are kids- in a bait? Attic. Well, How most of them. It- I know there's in a couple rooms, but so like these five kids that are missing, you know, there was a there was the two older that were also in the room. There was a girl on the couch. It's almost like that's that's where it's kind of hard for me too. That I'm like, fuck. Like, were they able just to keep them quiet and sneak only five of them out? Like, why didn't they take the girl on the I couch? I don't see that on an upper level floor. That too, and like not waking anybody up. So that's like- that's what's weird about it too. Is like. Or did the kids were the kids already kidnapped before everything? I'm saying when she came down and the phone call rang and the lights were on and the front door was open, maybe something had already happened. Yeah, and then like she the lays down and open. within an hour, the house is on fire. 
Yeah. Like so she's just- I wonder if people were sleeping and because, oh, oh, again, duh. And I'm just solving this right now. <laughs> the kids stayed up late. So what yeah, if something so like, happened while mom and dad and the brothers are sleeping upstairs? Somebody knocked on well, the door. Well, they're on like the middle floor and then the brothers are on the top floor and they broke in. Okay, now, so I don't know about ask, the little girl okay, that fell again. asleep. But remind me again. Like you could have kidnapped them before they How even went to bed. How long after she heard the thud did the house burn down? Not very long. So that's why that's why it all plays out. Like she got a weird phone call at 1230. She claims that she saw the lights on and she like shut everything Locked the door, turned off the light, noticed her daughter was asleep on the couch, and then laid back down. I'm sure that didn't take very long. And then it's basically like she's dozing, and then all of a sudden she's awoken and hears the thuds on the roof. And then it's like she lays there for a few minutes. It's probably not even a few minutes. We always think it is, right, when we're really tired. But and she like laid there and listened. through all of this? I well, it makes it sound like a little bit like I wonder if he knew something like she was just telling him like, oh, the kids were awake. Like, I don't know. Jimmy would sleep through that shit easy. I would. Oh, I don't. So like I would be the one hearing the phone ringing and doing all that. So I wonder if the kids were already gone. And I don't know. Maybe that little girl. Like maybe she came down later and fell asleep on the couch or something like maybe the kids were already kidnapped and then they lit the house on fire and were trying to just kill anybody else that was in there, especially the parents. Right. I don't know. So but sad fucked up Christmas Eve. Okay, let me ask. Have there been any updates? No, that was it. I mean, nothing. I I think once both parents died, like they just don't look into that shit anymore. And like they. um, Oh, wait. Or well, when the bone fragments were found, they did kind of do like a little reopen look into things because they were like, "How are the vertebrae found or whatever?" But then the state at so the the investigator, the prime superintendent, the sheriff superintendent and governor were like, "There's nothing here. Like we're not we're not doing that. Like this case is is closed." So. And, I mean, there's probably thousands of these stories. I mean, I know that because he was a really rich businessman, like, of course you hear about it. But just kind of crazy shit just probably happened all the time. But I was just, like, learning about, like, five kids. It's a hell of a... And, like, not finding them. I don't know. But maybe they did. Maybe they got money for him. Maybe because human trafficking has always been a thing. And, like, all the accounts that, that people saying they see people. one hell of a billboard people. they put up. Fuck yeah. Oh, and they, they put updated up a, it regularly. And they put up the picture of that kid that was sent in the letter that said, hey, I'm Luke. Like, I'm the oldest or whatever. They put his picture on the billboard, too, to be like, can anybody else tell me who else this might be? Because I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to get money, too. So a lot of people are thinking that they can outsmart these parents and be like, hey, I saw your kids growing up in the house across the street. Like. So solder kids. I don't know. Sad Christmas Eve and Christmas. Right. And it's just crazy that <coughs> there was just so many things. And like the parents also didn't say anything to the to the police, though. Like, hey, that doesn't make sense on the electrical. Hey, I've had this and that like the thief coming on the property. Like they didn't look into anything more about that. And he wasn't even charged with anything. Like, it's just I think people just did whatever the fuck they want. I don't know. The movie, because, like, 
I don't know when alcohol became legal. Like, I don't know if that was earlier than that. Like, I just think about the time when there was bootleggers and people making the out. You know what I mean? Oh, like, back then. And I, I think that's the 20s, though, or something. And I think about law enforcement and how it was just basically, like, thrown together. And it was just, like, rich people, rich dudes that became in charge of things, like, way back in the day. <laughs> I feel like that was how it was ran <laughs> there wasn't any like rhyme or reasons of things it was just like pack mentality like oh i'm the richest white dude here i'm gonna be the governor <laughs> but so i think about times like that where i'm like 20 to 1930 yeah i was gonna say i knew that was a little bit earlier because i think about like the bootleggers and where people would always fight with law and the laws are just strict and weird and people were always covering up shit and it was just all about money it still is that's so weird <coughs> that's funny things it's just different things now. nothing's changed right so and kids still go missing and this this story is just <coughs> one of millions so again nothing's changed <laughs> welcome I mean, to 2022 <laughs> oh my god right so hopefully we'll have, you know, that wasn't too bad. It was short and sweet, but it's a good one. We'll have I, some I other feel ones, like I've heard that one before. I don't, I feel like <sighs> there was something, but then I think, I think I was thinking about a certain movie that in the long run has not the same storyline, but I was thinking that at first I was like, wait, is this that movie? Cause there was a paranormal movie that came out like the house on the hill oh, or whatever. Yeah. Cause like the kids, yeah, like it only shows like him escaping with some kids at first and the house anyways. And then you find out the real story and it has it's not, not anything to do with the same shit. But for a couple of seconds there, I was like, wait, what is this story? But I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. It's I... not really that murderous and like mayhem. I'm just kidding. It's not carnage and like decapitation. So I don't think I've really heard it. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> maybe Crime Junkies did an episode on it. So. Um. I did see that Morbid. Did you ever listen to Morbid? Uh, Way long time ago. It was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure it was on Morbid's. And then I listened to like, uh, it's called Unexplained Mysteries. It says guy. Mm -hmm. And then they they also. Jesus. Oh, my poor phone. They also do the spinoff or not a spinoff, but they also do one. It's like the same. It's like parkour park park cast is like their website that they but they're on spotify anyways they do a serial killer one too so the unexplained mysteries is where i got most of this information just like a little bit i just kind of listened over to a little bit of it and then those people also do a serial killer one that like they're they're my they do like they tell it so good and they they're the ones that mostly give me some ideas the podcast network is a good network yeah i've never i don't i've never been on or nothing i just know that there's like these couple that come on there um, you know what story we should do? What? Did you hear about the four Idaho students right before Thanksgiving that oh. were stabbed to death in their home? None of that makes sense to me. And then, like that whole there was thing blows my mind. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you mean? Four stabbed with what? Two survivors or some? Well, shit? yeah. Nobody and heard the, of and fucking the two, thing. And the two and survivors are no. the sleeping people in the other level, which. Some of it that is like kind of makes sense, but these bodies weren't found in their beds. Like some, it sounds like some people were found elsewhere in the house. So you think there's got to be struggle. Like how, how does one person stab four people? And it sounds like 
possibly different little locations of a house. But by all means, there's and absolutely never woke up another, no evidence. And never of... woke up another roommate. And I'm sure the cops aren't telling us a whole lot. It's fresh. But maybe we'll do like, well, anyways, we're talking about it now. But maybe we'll do like, we'll do little updates and kind of talk about that. I didn't know. I saw that posted on something else. And I thought that was an old story because I saw the picture that was posted of them. And then I realized that that was just like on the 22nd or something like that. Yeah, that stabbed to death. So then that makes me think multiple people. Almost. I don't it know. Would have it's to all be. weird. It's all weird. And then the thing the only thing the police have said is that they speculate that this was actually one person was a target, one of the females, but then four just happened. I feel die. like if yeah, see that that's that's for me. I mean, I get that you're, you're not telling I get, me well, one I person was the from, target, but three more people ended up in the crossfire. And the only thing I could think of is that Stabbing they were is a very that they were killing. all awake still. Those four, but you would still have tons of struggle. I mean, they're not really shit. They haven't told us. I'm sure the house was a fucking mess. I'm sure it was a struggle, but it is weird that the two roommates just didn't know and they woke up and then as they walked through, were like, "Holy shit." For me, that's what's crazy. For me, stabbing is a very personal way to fucking. Kill yeah, and they stabbed all four of them, which you know, it's also a bloody as fuck scene. Yeah, like it's only weird. your first stab is free. <laughs> After that, it's a mess. Okay. Yeah. And that one was crazy. So, but I'm like, wow, there's still crazy shit going on. I'm always looking for that. I'm like, serial killers can't get away with it really anymore. <laughs> you just don't really have them. <laughs> the technology is too advanced. Either that or they're getting better at hiding their victims. The other problem is America likes other things more than serial killers these days of mass problems. Well, one thing is, too, though, is... Because mass shootings has also become a huge thing, and you don't see serial... Like, it was the opposite. You had serial killers up the ass throughout the 70s and 80s and even way before that, right? I get technology and law enforcement, but it makes me laugh that, like... Mass wasn't that very, it was very few and far in between. And then all of a sudden, like, science switches and technology and we have hardly any serial killers anymore because you can't really, it's harder to get away with shit. But then we have a huge increase in mass shootings. Just one evil for the other. Always is. <laughs> Always is. Uh, all right. All well, right. Well, until next time, yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll sound better. We'll, we'll do, yeah. We'll have a fun we'll episode. We'll have a better episode. We'll see what I can make next time. We'll have a more time. gruesome episode. I don't know. I think I'm going to start making things while we record. Yeah. This is mostly a therapy session. We hope I you guys enjoy that as well. And it yeah. becomes their little, just your zone out time. Listening right? to my deep, sultry voice. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. Bye.